When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Call Waiting. It's me, Robin Shaw. Hope everyone is well. Today's episode is Crazy Things That Happen at Weddings. That's a bad title. That's too long. How about Wedding Disasters? Although not everything is a disaster. Uh, uh, Wedding! We'll leave it up to our producer to come up with a cool title. All right, guys. So I uh, on my Instagram and TikTok, I always say what the topic is each week. Make sure you're following me there at Robin Shaw Comic, so then you know the topic and you could call in. I uh, am really excited to hear as someone who's never been married and has lots of feelings about marriage. <laughs> no, I'm very pro marriage. I just haven't found anyone I like to spend more than a couple of. So anyway, this is not about me. This is about you. So we're going to open up the lines and I'm going to hear your fun, crazy, wild wedding stories. But first, you know why people ask me all the time, Robin, how are you not married? Well, it's not me. I'm not the problem. It's the men. It's the men I date. It's the men I meet. And so I want to tell you what happened this week because it is the most. This is like this is online dating in a nutshell. So I matched with this guy and he was a bodybuilder. Okay. And when I say bodybuilder, I mean like that's his like thing, you know, like he competes and he was like six, three, six, four. And I met him on hinge and, um, like bodybuilder, like muscles, like his, his thigh was bigger than my waist. Like he was a, you know, muscle, muscle, muscle man. Anyway, so we matched, I think this was Saturday morning and we matched, we started talking, blah, blah, blah. And then Saturday night he was like, Oh, do you want to FaceTime or talk on the phone? And it was like late and I had no makeup on it. So I was like, ah, let's just do the phone. So we get on the phone and right away he was like, did you think I was a catfish? And I was like, no, because on Hinge, you have the option to be verified and to get verified. It means you had to like send in lots of pictures of your face so it could compare it to your photos, whatever. So I knew he was real. And so I was like, no, I thought you were real. And he goes, oh, because I'm so good looking, most people think the pictures are fake. And I was like, oh, my God. And then he's like, so that's why I always ask if people want to FaceTime so that they can know the pictures are really me. Because, you know, being this good looking, it could be a catfish, but I'm not. And I'm like, oh, my God. So he's telling me how good looking he is. (laughs) Not telling me how good looking I am, but he's telling me how good looking he is. And then he was like, "Um, so when we go out afterwards, I could show you my social media so you could see more pictures of me. I have a very big following. And I was like, oh, you know, what platform? And he's like, oh, on Instagram, I have a very big following. Everyone loves my body. I get lots of comments, mostly from gay men. I'm like, what is happening? I don't know. Why is he telling me about how good looking he is, how much gay men love him? And he was saying... 
multiple times, not once, not twice, not three. I want to say seven times he told me how big of a social media following he has. I have such a big social media following. I'll show you once we go on our date. I have this huge social media following. Everyone loves my videos on my huge social media following. Okay. So then we hang up. Oh, wait. And right before you hang up, he was like, you know, once, once I show you my social media, you could see all my pictures and videos of my bodybuilding, but I'll send you some pictures and videos when we hang up. And I'm like, Great. So excited. Can't wait. I I knew I was never going to see or speak to this guy again, but he starts sending me pictures and I, this was kind of late at night. I wouldn't say it's like 1130, 12 o'clock and I messaged security and I was like, Hey, I just started talking to this guy on hinge. Um, uh, I'm going to send you some pictures. Can you like try to do reverse Google search? Cause I don't know how to do that and find his social media. He apparently has a very big social media presence. I want to find his Instagram. Um, I'm going to send you some pictures, but he's like half naked because you know, as bodybuilders, they just wear these like tiny, like they're not even shorts. They're like speedo kind of things. So all the pictures he was sending me, he was like half naked. So I had to give security a heads up, like why I'm sending pictures of a, a half naked man. <laughs> so i send i send security i said i'm so sorry to do this to you but by the way anytime i meet a guy and i'm going to go on a date with him this is like normal i always send security pictures so that security could try to find him online just so that i always know but i knew i wasn't gonna go on a date with this guy but you know it's not weird that i send security to like go on a hunt to find (laughs) securities Okay, so isn't security like five pictures of this man half like more than half naked? Like (laughs) what? Ninety percent naked. (laughs) Okay, and I said he has a huge. I said he has a huge following. He's made this very clear. It shouldn't be that hard to find him. Can you find him? So so that about 15, 20 minutes later, I get a call from security. It went to straight to voicemail. Or I didn't hear the ring. So security left me this voicemail. I need to play for you guys. What? And it was late at night. Yeah. It was very late. It was probably 12 something. Yeah. Okay. Here is the voicemail I received from security. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I found. Okay. <laughs> okay. I found his social media. I don't know how much you think a lot is, but his huge social media presence. <laughs> It's one hundred and forty three. That's and and this gets better. He, he also has he also has an only fan page. Robinson, you gotta get off this no more. <laughs> <laughs> 
please. She has a, he's a sex worker. No more, please. I gotta go to sleep, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I posted this in my Insta story and TikTok, your voicemail. And so people are like, I can't even understand. Like everyone's dying laughing. People couldn't even understand the second half of the call. So for those who don't know, after security let me know that he only has 143 followers, <laughs> he said. And and then he also wrote, and he also has an OnlyFans account. Robin, please get off this site. He's a sex worker. Please, I need to go to sleep Please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, God. I couldn't so, sleep then for like another hour. Oh, I, I was, was laughing. La- same. I was laughing. So it was not. First of all, I was mostly laughing at your voicemail. Like <laughs> your voicemail just like put me over. There was so many layers to this, starting with the fact that he just like said so many times that he had this huge following and that it was 143 because mom has like 70 followers (laughs) and she's never posted a single thing. And here's the thing, like, you know, everything's relative. Someone, you know, he maybe he used to have 10 followers and then he gained 130 followers. So maybe this is a lot. And you said you looked, this was his, oh, no, you said there no, was, he had another. He had a, a business account, a business <laughs> Instagram that had even less. And his OnlyFans had even less than that. <laughs> you went to his OnlyFans? Yeah. <laughs> I do my thorough research. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, what was on his OnlyFans? I oh, can't. I'm oh, not talking. You have to pay. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not paying. That's where you draw the line. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> oh my goodness! Even listening to my own voicemail, I'm laughing. So uh, yeah. So yeah. So look, and you know, I have no problems with. Sex workers, I have no problem if you have a low amount of followers. That's not like what I judge people on at all. It's just funny that this guy, what he was saying to me, but then also that I sent security all these like 90% naked pictures and then the the voicemail, all of it was just, it was comedy gold. I had the gold, gold. <laughs> so anyway, that's why I'm not married. He did send me a text the next morning. Oh, yeah, I didn't respond. Let me see what he wrote. Hold on. He wrote, how is Sunday going, Robin? <laughs> I didn't respond. And hey, I got a new follower on my OnlyFans account. <laughs> he has the same last name as you. Do you happen to know him? <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, that is why I'm currently not married. He was he was my most recent option. <laughs> But I want to hear from you guys. So let's open the lines and hear about your wedding crazy stories. Okay, Robin, we have Rachel on the line. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to Call Waiting. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much. Um, So today's episode is like crazy, wild wedding stories. So tell us what you got. I've got a good one. It's actually about my parents. When my parents met, my grandfather wasn't really crazy about my dad. So as they got closer to the wedding, he offered my dad money not to show up. So my mom wasn't really worried. She knew about it, but she wasn't really worried. So the wedding comes and my dad's a little late. 
and then my dad's a little linger, and he's about about an hour and a half, about an hour and a half late, and my grandfather decides that he's not going to show. So that he took him up on his offer, and so my dad, so my grandfather says he's not going to show. I paid for the party. Let's just party. So he starts serving the alcohol and the food. Wait, hold on. Who does not Who bathroom. didn't show up? The 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 groom or the father? My dad. The Your groom. dad. The groom. My the groom does not show up to his wedding. Okay. My mom's in a room crying. My grandfather's like, oh great. He's not coming. I already paid for the wedding. Let's just party. So now everyone's drinking. Everyone's drunk. And three hours later, my dad shows up. The groom shows up. And they're like, okay, let's do this. So my mom's like, what do I do? You know, she never thought my dad, my, she, my mom never thought my dad wasn't going to come. Like, she's like, he loved me. I loved him. My dad swears he overslept. So my mom you know, they're, they're going down the aisle. My mom gets, they're got married in a temple. She gets to the bima, the rabbi's starch. And so then another best man, cause they've all been drinking. He's so drunk. He like starts to get sick and they throw him outside and they got married in March. So it's winter and it's cold and he gets thrown outside and they keep going with the ceremony. And then he starts banging on the door cause he wants to get let in. Right. The friend that got kicked out. Yeah, well, he got, he was, like, going to get sick. They didn't want him to get sick on the Bema, so they, like, threw him outside on the side door. Okay. And now he's better, and he wants to get let back in. So he's, like, pounding on the door, let me in, let me in. So they finally let him back in. They go through the ceremony. They do end up getting married, and now they go in to the reception. Well, my mom didn't know, or nobody knew, when they were serving the drinks, the band members also were drinking because they figured there wasn't going to be a party, right? The groom was three hours late. Like, there's not going to be a party. So the band was wasted. They played two songs the whole night. They played Sunrise, Sunset, and Moon River the whole night two of the wedding. Two great songs. <laughs> yes, two good songs, exactly. So, anyhow... They were married for 40 years until my dad died. It was a beautiful story. But I did say to my mom, I was like, Mom, if my groom had been 20 minutes late, like, you would never have let me marry him. Like, how did you get the nerve to, like, go through with it? Right. And she's like, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I knew he loved me. Like, I knew that it wasn't like he was going to show. She said, but why I also really knew that he was going to show was that your grandfather gave him a check and that she, that my dad knew that he would cancel the check. She said, I always wonder if he had given him cash, would your dad have really shown up? But I think he really would have shown up. Wait. And he, till the day he died, <laughs> yeah. he, he stuck to the, to the day he died, my dad stuck to the story that he really just overslept. Okay, this story is wild for many layers. You threw a lot in here. Okay, can I just dissect a few things? First, first, okay, I'm not blaming your father. Your father's friends, on the other hand, okay, how, okay, 20 minutes, you're right, 20 minutes late, let's say, let's say I was 20 minutes late to not even my wedding, let's say a comedy show, all my friends would be at my door, like, banging down my door, like, where are you, where are you? How did three hours go by and none of his friends go to his place to get him? Do you know what I mean? I 
I agree. It's a little fishy. Little fishy. Little fishy. And you know what? The word, the word cell phone, right? Right. And I will say my dad, was, my dad was also an only child, and he was raised by a single parent. And so, you know, I think everyone had gone to the temple where they were and they were all, and then they were, my dad was like at the hotel or wherever they were staying. So everyone was probably already. Yeah. But yeah, you're going to be shocked. And let me just say, I'm so glad your parents had like a 40, 40 year marriage. And I'm so glad it worked out. But you know whose side I'm on? Grandpa's. He knew. <laughs> he was like, this, this asshole's going to be three hours late. He's going to cause me a shitload on this wedding. Let me get rid of him now. You know, like I'm team right. grandpa on this one. They did. They did eventually make peace, and he did grow to love him. And um, yeah, it no, did that's all what I'm saying. I'm so glad. It, I'm glad it worked out. And like, clearly, your dad's a great was a great dad and great guy. And yeah. you know, I'm so I'm so yeah. happy that it did work out. With that said, yeah. at that time, Grandpa was in the right. <laughs> so I'm Team Grandpa on this one. A hundred percent. But um, and, that, I think about, and the funny thing is, my my mom will look back on it and tell you it was a great night that she, <laughs> in spite of all of it. No, women are like, the funniest. Actually, <laughs> she said it was actually foreshadowing of her life with my dad. It was always full of surprises and things, even when they were at their worst, always seemed to turn out okay for the two of them. One of my very, very close friends um, from college, uh, like two days before her wedding, uh, the husband did something really really bad right and her whole family yeah. was like telling her call off the wedding call off the wedding call off the wedding so she calls me and she's like robin you know blah blah did this everyone wants me to call off the wedding what do i do and i said to her i said what do you want like forget what everyone else wants and she's like i want to marry right. him and so guess what she married him it's now been like 20 years and they're happily married with kids you know sometimes even though disaster is around that wedding day if you listen to your heart it uh, sometimes it will lead you down the right path. So your mom was right. Grandpa was right. Even your dad is fine. Your dad's friends sucked. <laughs> okay? that, that's the bad guys in the story. But I said to my mom, like, my husband, we've been married almost 30 years. I said, had, if Charles had been late, you would have never let me marry him. She's like, no, you're right. I wouldn't have. She said, Rachel, I, I walked down the aisle literally just going, don't know how to get out of it at this point. But yeah. she was also stubborn. And she said, if I got walked back out of the wedding, she goes, I would have had to move home with my parents. And that was also, I never wanted my father to be able to say, I told you so. You were right. So she she, in she stayed in a 40 also, year marriage just not to tell her right, dad that she was right. her father. No, she didn't. <laughs> but at the time, at the time, she was also like, I'm not going to let my dad win on this. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. So. Well, amazing. This was, okay. All right. Amazing. This was amazing, amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing with yes. us. Thank you so much. I love you guys. You're both I great. Love you. Bye. What a story. That is the epitome of a wild wedding yeah. story. Yeah. I think sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm too forgiving of some of these men. But no, you know what? You just never know. Three hours. Three and hours. I was going, okay, no cell phone. But Wait, I was thinking the same thing. This me think of Paris' boyfriend. He was 30 minutes late. Yeah. And I was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and I 
I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. But 30 minutes, I'm like, you're out. Yeah. Can you imagine three hours on your wedding? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I I, I should have asked where. Um, I think she said her parents were from Israel, but I'm not sure. Um, because New Yorkers would never accept that. No. <laughs> Five minutes, that whole, that whole, everyone who went to the wedding would have left. Yeah. No one's waiting around but three I, hours. What, what, um, like what place again, three hours later, then they still did the, the ceremony. Well, I think, remember they already had the, oh yeah. What venue is allowing yeah. that many hours? Well, remember only two songs were played. So it oh, may yeah. have been like a <laughs> 10 minute party. And the band was drunk. <laughs> Loved it. All right, let's do another call. Okay, Robin, uh, we have Ellen on the line. Hi, Ellen. Welcome to Call Waiting. Thanks, Robin. Thanks for having me. No, I'm so happy you're on. Okay, so today's topic is crazy wedding events. Paint us a picture. Okay, I come from a family of six Irish Catholic. My brother-in-law will, as of that day, comes from a family of like second or third generation Lebanese. So we have like a different mix of personalities and vibes, if you can imagine. (laughs) So... The, the dance floor, we, the wedding was lovely. The dance floor is wide open. The dinner's just ended. And all right, let's go out and shake a leg. So we all head out to the dance floor. You know, we had, had a few drinks. There might have been some other chemicals involved. I, I won't say exactly what, but things were happening on the dance floor. Everything gotcha. was going really well. And I happened to look around and I was like, oh my God, what's with her? Now, you have to know I'm a nurse. So, you know, I'm somewhat alert to these types of situations when people don't look exactly right. So I just kept shaking, you know, moving around the dance floor. I looked over again. And I was like, now they're fanning her. I was like, really? Is this really going down? Do we really, this is, this is, we're in the middle of a wedding. What is happening? So I, again, ignored it until now I turn around. Now she's in a chair getting fanned, her head's all the way back. And her color of her face is the same as the color of the dress, which is gray. So I was like, now I must move. So I go over. She has no pulse. My sister-in-law was a nurse. We get her down on the floor. Yada, yada. She didn't make it. She died? She died. Oh, my God. What, what, what happened? So, so we did CPR, but it was, you know, I, it wasn't, it was just her time. Like my brother said, you know, marriage, dead on arrival. It was like, this, this is not <laughs> happening. This, this woman was ready to go. And... You know, it's actually very classic when people are at weddings like that. They get themselves, you know, they don't eat. They eat on a delayed basis. Now they're mm-hmm. drinking. Now they're they're out dancing and maybe they don't. It's actually kind of a perfect setup. I've been to two weddings where someone has fainted in the bridal party. Um, at my cousin's, yeah. the mom of the groom fainted. And then at another cousin's wedding, the mom's sister fainted. So, like, people aren't yeah. eating. People's emotions are worked up. Like, yeah. it's long it's days. It's in the summer. Yes. There's no AC. All of that but stuff to is actually die. like the Wait, perfect- so did the wedding continue? you or did everyone go home? what so, happened oh, oh no no uh, it was really unfortunate because it was an amazing band like it was we were just getting ready to really kick it into gear and real and have a blast no the whole thing came to an end i looked up at one point and i saw people had taken um you know like the tablecloth and made some type of a circle around us uh, around her and they came and they they got an ambulance they took her away and we went back to my parents house which is the next town over and everybody was kind of in a state like what the hell yeah. we, this is not a, this is not a good omen no um, we did, we just, what oh. happened with the wedding like <laughs> and, is the couple um, still married 
uh, it, it, it didn't last, you know, yeah. it, it lasted up until like, you know, they had a couple of kids and then we, we were like, yeah, this is, it just, it, it just, you know, have to know with, you know, energetically and stuff, it was not a good thing. This is my toxic trait. I would have, you know, ever seen the movie Weekend at Bernie's where they make the dead body seem alive? <laughs> <laughs> my toxic trait is I'm so selfish. I would have pretended this lady was alive at my wedding just so no one would say this is a bad home no, and Robin. <laughs> It was like, she said, what a buzzkill. This woman's like, what a party pooper. I mean, like, like, may she rest in peace. And I feel very bad for her and her family. But with that said, if it was my wedding, I'd be like, not on my day. Let's get this lady, stick her her in a chair. Somebody move her aside. She's not going anywhere. Yeah, Yeah, do whatever you got to do. She's not going to jam up my situation. (laughs) The the drama. I was like, oh, my word. And you know what's so funny? You know, there's a lot of women listening to this podcast who's agreeing with us right now. Like, not with all the planning <laughs> I put into my wedding is someone bringing it down. Like, there's, you know, there's been one or two people who are like, it. Robin, this was very insensitive. Yeah, it is. But I also know how much work goes into a wedding. How and much most we put into this. Yes. And the, the money, the, I mean, we were just getting ready to just really let loose. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah. And you said it was I, a I band. Mean, I, Bands are very expensive. Oh, the band, wicked expensive, and they were so good. So, yeah, the whole thing came to, it's all like a blur to me. I just remember, oh, God, now I have to work. So, yeah, my sister-in-law got the chest, which is the better position. I was doing the mouth grossness. I mean, I was yeah. like, what the hell is happening right oh now? So, gosh. you, you got to do what you got to do. You but do. Anyway, it was a it was an epic fail, and my I, my CPR didn't work. It wasn't, it wasn't meant to <laughs> Don't be. Bl- and- no one's blaming you. It's not your fault. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in because this this really was a a wedding fail. So thank you. All right. All right. Take care. It was nice talking to you. You too. Bye. All right. You too. Bye bye. Oh my gosh. I will say this now. What? When you get married. That was insensitive of me. No. When you get married. You're canceling me? No. And I go during the wedding, you take CIA and Cousin Sammy. Yeah. You take our shoelaces. But you told me you weren't going to die till after me. I know, but if I, I need I do, you to work till the day I, I, I have to die you, first. We can no, have Bernie's if you die me. first. No, you can't die first because who's going to plan your funeral? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> It's going to fall on me. No, I have to die first. So okay. Because right. I'm not planning anything. Okay, if I'm you... not even weekend burning you. I'm going to say, leave him. That's on him. He told me I can go first. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're dark. <laughs> this, is a, this really turned to a dark episode. <laughs> Happy New Year's. <laughs> Someone asked me, like, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? I realized I didn't make one this year. Oh. Like, I'm not trying to better myself at all. <laughs> like, I'm fine. Like, let's just stay. Okay. Are, are you, do you have a New Year's resolution? Uh, no. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to be healthier. I'm not trying to be more that's, positive. That's the New Year's resolution, is no, to no. not change. Not be healthier. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's put through another call. Okay, Robin, we have Lisa on the line. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to Call Waiting. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks. So today's episode is crazy wedding stories. What do you have for us? Oh, I got a good one. Okay, I'm excited. It was not my wedding. It was not my wedding, thankfully. All right. So it was um, my friend's daughter was getting married. This was back in the 90s. 
And my husband and I took a road trip in the uh, convertible Mustang that he got me for Christmas that year. So we go to the wedding, and then the reception was at um, like a, a, a lodge, like a moose lodge or an elk lodge, something like that. And they didn't out- allow outside alcohol. You had to, you know, go into the bar that was attached to the reception hall and buy your drinks. Well, one side of the bridal party didn't like that. So they had some, you know, bottles stashed in their cars out in the parking lot. And during the reception, you know, proceeded to have several trips out to the parking lot. So after a while, you know, pretty inebriated. Well, let's, let's back up just a second. Here we are after, uh, during the reception, the bride and groom are dancing the money dance. They've got the dollar bills pinned all over them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just as sweet as can be. And all of a sudden, the lights go on, and the guy from behind the bar goes, that's it, party's over, everybody out. Why? Well, turns out because... <laughs> One of the guys had overserved himself in the parking lot, and when he was denied another cocktail from the bartender, he proceeded to uh, holler, "Well, you can blink on this!" And he whipped out his eggplant. <gasps> <laughs> To my mom who's listening, to my mom who's listening, eggplant is code for penis, okay? Okay, good. I I told you this. I didn't know how PC I needed to be. No, no, you be PC. I'll be dirty for you. (laughs) And he whipped it out? And so he whipped it out? Yes, he whipped it out and told the bartender to do the word that starts with an S on it. S-U-C-K? And so the bartender didn't like that and shut down the wedding. Well, then, you know, the the two families kind of had a little issue. And my friend, the mother of the bride, and the mother of the groom were literally about to go to blows. I had oh I gosh. stepped in between them, and I shoved them i drug my friend You're out like, and i pulled out my, my vagina had, i said right? my husband had already <laughs> gone to get the car he's like oh no this is going down oh, so he had goodness. already got the car i threw her into the back seat of the convertible in the mother of the bride dress and everything told her to sit down and shut up oh, and then it was kind goodness. of one of those Sweet Home Alabama movie moments when we all said, hey, if you're a friend of the bride, party's over here. We <laughs> took the wedding cake. <laughs> we got the cake in somebody's car. We all went to the uncle's house. My husband and a couple other groomsmen went to the liquor store, bought some alcohol, and we had a great party that ended up with all the groomsmen in the pool with their tuxes, but you know how that goes. <laughs> Let me just say, this sounds like a party I wanted. Like, this whole wedding from start to finish seems like my type of gig, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it was in the 90s, so it has provided material for a really long time. <laughs> look, look at this. It's like 30-something years later, and you're talking about it on call waiting. So clearly, it was an A-plus wedding. <laughs> exactly. And we can all laugh about it now, because the sweet little girl... 
the the marriage didn't last very long. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? Um, but the sweet little girl found her found her true love, and they've been together for like twenty. So years happy now, ending so. all around, and I got content from my podcast. So everyone wins yeah, in the yeah. end. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for coming on call waiting and sharing this story with us. You are very welcome. It's really fun to talk to you, Robin. Fun to talk to you too. All right. Have a good day. Oh my gosh. That sounds like so fun. And I wonder where that guy is now. The one who pulled out his eggplant. I, and wow, that the bartender must have a lot of power to be able to yeah. shut down an entire the, wedding. I was going to say, then did they have to give her a refund? I don't like, know. I mean, I had some questions that weren't for her. I had more questions for the venue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, how does a bartender able to shut down? I could see saying this person has to leave. Yeah. You but know, to shut down the whole thing. Yeah. Because somebody. <laughs> Did that. Yeah, and also, like, that's not the worst thing that someone could do at a wedding, like no. pulling out their penis. I feel like that actually happens more than mm-hmm. not. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do another call. Okay. okay, Robin, we have Allie on the line. Hi, Allie. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Call Waiting. Today's topic is crazy things that happen at weddings. So what do you have for us? Paint us a picture. All righty. So I'm not going to use anybody's name, but I will just, you know, use some initials. But while back in college, I had some friends who are now ex-friends who dated on and off. Let's just put it that way. It was messy, but they were on and off. Fast forward after graduation, you know, they finally get their life together. They decide to get married. Super exciting for all of our friends because, you know, finally they're going to get married. So I think this wedding was maybe 2014, 2015. I don't remember the exact year, but the wedding happens in October. It's great. It's in, you know, on, in, on the East Coast. Um, I was living on the West Coast at the time, you know, so I was traveling a long way. Super, super fun. Got to see all of our friends. Great. Fast forward to November. This is the week of Thanksgiving. I see this one friend. We'll just call her L. I see her posting on Instagram that she is at our school for a football game. So I knew that they were going to be going to a football game and then going on their honeymoon right after. But I don't see her husband anywhere. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, what's going on? I reach out to our other friend. I was like, hey, where's C? Aren't they supposed to be going on their honeymoon after? Well, turns out they pulled a, you know, want to call it a Jennifer Lopez, a Kim Kardashian for the world's shortest marriage. What happened was C was cheating on L in the months leading up to the wedding. Oh, and they decided to go through with it because they had already paid for everything. That's always so, so. So it's like, yeah, that to me, that's like even more of a waste of money because then you're going to have to deal with like the divorce. You're going to have to deal with like the aftermath. Oh, but it gets even worse. Like keep the party, like still have, have a party if you want, but to, to keep up the marriage seems crazy. Yeah. And then, but you know, people bring gifts 
to weddings. So, you know, I gave them money. Other people gave oh, them money. Oh, yeah. So did they return the gifts? They kept. They kept <gasps> they all of kept it. They kept the... Okay, this is a crime. See, this is a crime, right? So they kept <laughs> all of it. They didn't send anybody any thank you notes, like, thanks for coming to our wedding. None of it. No, so no, unacceptable. It, unacceptable. This is... See, this is why I'm saying this is a crime, because I've thought about getting married for, <laughs> for like, new blunders and stuff, you know, so I could <laughs> register, you know? But then I'm like, oh, I guess that's a crime, because you're lying for people to send money, you know? So if they knew they weren't going to stick with the marriage, for them to accept gifts is is wrong. I mean, I don't know all the ins and outs of it. Like, I don't know if they were truly going to give it a try and work through it, but I have a feeling that since the guy is now married to the girl he cheated on with and they have a child, I'm going to go with he probably had no intentions of staying in the marriage with her. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right. This was a disaster. But you know what? It's the, the the disaster is on for all the friends and families that gave gifts. Yeah. Honestly, I, you know, I don't speak to either of these people anymore. I wouldn't either. I would I'm not going to talk to them either. Friends and family. <laughs> That's it. I won't. I'm not going to talk to them on your behalf. Yeah. It's like, you know, as a guy, what do you tell your parents? Like, oh, yeah, you know, we gave it a shot. But, you know, I was cheating on her. And so we, but we still got married anyway. Like, how do you look your parents in the face? And tell yeah, them no, this is somebody this, you are marrying. Yeah, no, no, this is all bad. Um, all right. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing this with us. I have so many feelings. I'm, I'm very upset at the, at the criminalness behind all of this. <laughs> It's the one thing that I'm still salty about. Me too. Like, I'm pissed on your behalf. I'm pissed on your behalf, and I don't even know who we're talking about. <laughs> but, um, all right, oh, thank God. you so much for coming on Call Waiting. All right, thanks, Robin. Have a uh, good one. Bye. Criminal. I'm so mad right now. Criminal. Mad. Let me tell you something. I have thoughts and feelings, okay? Okay. <laughs> If you if you get gifts and your wed and your marriage lasts under six months, I think you need to return the gifts. Six months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Under six months, you have to return. Why? What date? Uh, why? What were you going to say? Under a year? Six hours. Six. Uh, no, no. But for real. <laughs> no, no. I think six months. Is... Six months. You have to return the gifts. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. If I had to give, remember, like sometimes you give two, three, four, five, depending on mm-hmm. how close you are, finance, like money wise, like, and then they, that's what I'm saying. It's criminal. But, okay. But what? here's the thing. But now. Do you seem worked up? I am. But, but if you think about it, because now there's some registries where you give $300 towards their honeymoon. Like, oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Give that money back. But they already went on the honeymoon. Well then get a third job or a second <laughs> job. I'm assuming they have two jobs. But wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm angry on that behalf. Yeah. I bet you every single person that went to that wedding is pissed at them for not yeah. getting their gifts back. Especially that they knew this was, they, come on, they knew it wasn't yes. going to work. They just did it because they already paid. Yeah, and, no, and it's fine. I'm I'm okay with giving the, ma- the wedding. Remember, we already had a call for someone who the person was three hours late and they got married and it lasted for 40 years. Mm-hmm. I told you I had a friend, everyone wanted, no, I'm okay with them going through the wedding. My problem is your wedding, your marriage didn't last more than a couple of months. You got to return the gifts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, I'm worked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me a Xanax.
I'm more pissed about this than like the bodybuilder. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so worked up. All right, let's do another call to calm me down. Okay, Robin, we have Gail on the line. Hi, Gail. Welcome to Call Waiting. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much. So today's topic is crazy things that happen at weddings. What's your story? Okay, so full disclosure, this is a wedding that shouldn't have happened, and they're divorced. They're divorced now. The first thing was during the wedding, the priest had everybody like move up in the church. So he was like, you're all sitting too spread out, too far back. Let's everybody get closer to the couple. So like he had us all change our seats. And then um, when he was talking, doing his part of the ceremony where he talks about the bride and the groom, he stepped in between the guests and the bride and groom. So they had to turn around and face us. And so like she was just the whole time kind of standing there unsmiling and like shaking her head. No, like this isn't happening. I mean, it was so bizarre. So then we get to the reception and you know how there's a money dance and people dance with the bride and they put you know, pin money on the dress. Yeah. But in this case, they just took the bride away and they were like, okay, we're ransoming her. And they passed a basket around and asked people to put money in it. (laughs) So the basket came around and, you know, we're like recently graduated from college. We've already bought a gift. I don't know that we put any money in the basket. Regardless, when they got the basket back, they were like, come on, people. She's worth more than this. And so they passed the basket again (laughs) and like asked for more money. And then apparently people put enough in that they brought the bride back. (laughs) Wait, so in, I don't, where are you from? California. Okay. So in New York, in Times Square and in Central Park, they have these jumpers, right? Where it's like six guys and they like get everyone to crowd around. Like everyone come around, come around. And then they like jump over each other and they do a little gymnastics and then they like bring around a hat for people to put money in, right? And then they go, oh, come on, you guys could do better than that. And even that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so ridiculous. But this is giving me the same feel. For people to be like, no, you could do better than that at a wedding seems absolutely absurd and insane. It always was weird to me, especially, and I'm even one of those people, like when you're in a crowd and they're like, how are you doing? And everybody says, we're great. And they're like, come on. You can do better than that. Oh my God. And they make, so many comics yeah, do like, that. Yes. Like, how are you yes, doing today? I know. Oh my God, security, <laughs> you do that. I was just, I was going, wait, that's me. So at the beginning of my show, security will bring up, like announce the, the my opener and he's in, security's in the back and he has like a, like another mic and he's like, all right, everyone, welcome to the Robin Show experience. How are you doing tonight? And then he goes, come on, you, you can, can do, do better, better than, than that. that. <laughs> security, you're the one that everyone hates. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. And I absolutely love security. So, nope. No, no. I'm on the same. We're all on the same page here. But I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for money. Just cheers. <laughs> Sometimes you ask yeah. me for money. Um, all right. Thank you so much for calling in and for giving oh, me another reason welcome, to shit on security. <laughs> You're welcome. Love your show. Love your content. You're Um, just a bright light in the world. Thank you. Thank you you so much. All right. Have a good day. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) We both are like, that's me. Thank you, Judith. 
Yeah, no, you, I was talking about the jumpers. Oh, I knew exactly. Yeah, I <laughs> see know, them all the time. They're like, we're not going to jump unless you put mm-hmm. more money in mm-hmm. that. Yep. She, the woman was like, I'm not getting married unless I see more 20s in that. Okay, Robin, we have Heather on the line. Hi, Heather. Welcome to Call Waiting. Robin, Robin, Robin. <laughs> Heather, Heather, Heather. How are you? Oh my God. I am good. How are you? I'm good. Today is crazy wedding stories. So what do you have for us? Yes, absolutely. I knew I had to call. Okay. So I had a few different bridesmaids uh, when I was getting married. One of them was uh, my friend, Stephanie, who I knew from, we had worked together. And she was always, you know, the the fun girlfriend that when I was single would go out. She was nice, you know. And so when it came time for me to get married, I knew that I wanted to have her as a bridesmaid. Before the wedding, we stopped, we stopped working together. But she was still involved in all of the planning up until that point. The bridal shower, the bachelorette party. You know, we were going right up to the day of the wedding. I was hanging out at home. And uh, I, my usual, when I'm at home, I'll turn on the local news. And I was, you know, having coffee and eating breakfast. I was going to be meeting my, my mother for, uh, to get our nails done later. And I kind of had the local news on in the background. I wasn't really paying attention, but I could have sworn that I heard Stephanie's name mentioned on the local news. And, you know, I, I looked up just in time to see her face on the TV screen. It was a mugshot. The reason why it was a mugshot is she had uh, gotten into a little bit of trouble at her uh, current place of work, gotten arrested, and her arrest made the local news. And so I had to, uh, you know, I, I was freaking out and I tried texting her and I was like, Steph, why am I seeing your face on the local news? And all I got in response was, I can't talk about it. I'm not going to be at the wedding. I'm so sorry. Wait, and when was your wedding in relations to this? It was the day before my my wedding was the next day. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) So, okay. Was she in jail? Um, she was in jail. You know, I, I just, I I couldn't believe it. Did you find another bridesmaid in time? We did not find another bridesmaid. We did some shifting around (laughs) of the, uh, the order of the service and, you know, who was walking in with who, um, no, at at the end of the day, like I, I did miss her, but you know, we still had a lovely wedding, uh, (laughs) fortunately, but you know, I mean, I mean, the weddings must go on. The show must go on. Um, did she, did she send a gift? From jail? No. <laughs> Didn't send a gift. Handcuffs uh, for I your wedding night. I know she bridesmaid dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. That is wild. That is so wild. Yeah. You know, look, I, I too, will use any excuse to get out of being in a bridal party. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> I, I 
do a, I also will commit a crime just not to have to wear a pink poofy dress walking down that aisle. Um, hey, my dresses were tasteful. Thank you. I, I, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. No, that is wild. That is wild. Well, I'm glad the way. And um, are you still? Uh, are you married? Yes. Yes. Still married. Okay. Good. 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 Um, and are you still friends? Are you still friends with her? Uh, that was the last day I I talked to her. Wow. You think she's still yeah. in jail? Um, I've tried following her because, you know, public record, you can see sort of like, you know, the court system and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so it looks like she's been back to court a couple of times. There were some sort of conditions met that like she had to do like community service or whatnot. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing this story. Gosh, weddings, there are so many ups and downs to weddings, but I'm glad I'm glad the rest of the wedding I'm assuming was an up. Yeah, the rest of the wedding was enough. <laughs> you know, there was uh, there, the, uh, the normal stresses, but, uh, you know, that one took the cake. Absolutely. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on Call Waiting. Thank you so much, Robin. Take care. All right. Bye. That's wild. Wow. <laughs> wow. Do not get arrested the I night won't. before I our, won't. our wedding, my wedding day. So I can't <laughs> die or get arrested. Got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, please. Those are my only two requests. You got it. Um, oh, you know what? Unfortunately, we have no time for the end segment. Oh. <laughs> okay. Can we do a, a speed one? Just yes, because, yes, we, yes. you know, this episode ran long. No problem. Okay. Because <laughs> people, I'm not kidding. Every episode, people will write me. Well, people, I'll get one message saying, I actually like the end segment. Yeah. <laughs> like a shocking realization. Well, Robin, have you ever wondered who would you marry if you could marry a celebrity? Um, yeah. Uh, I can tell you in just five simple questions. Oh, we don't have time for five but questions. These are like really okay. simple questions. Right. Like, what's your favorite color? Blue, pink, green, or yellow? Pink. What's your dream vacation? Paris, Cancun, Rome, or Greece? Uh, Greece. Are you just saying whichever one you remember? Or no. Are you, okay, good. How many kids do you want? Zero, one, two, or three? Oh, this is a complex. I can't answer this. This is well, too complex. Then I can't get your celebrity okay, husband. Well, all right. For now, we could say zero. Okay. Pick a song. Bartier hey, Barty by Cardi B, Shake It Off by Taylor Swift, Purple Rain by Prince, or Old Town Road by uh, Billy Ray Cyrus? Um, Shake It Off. This is the last one. Uh, what's your theme with your wedding? Industrial, modern, beachy, or classic? Beachy. All right. So you are going to marry Chris Hemsworth. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not even Thor could resist your charm. Okay, yes. great. And you know what? Perfect end segment because you, you did that in under 60 there seconds. There you go. That Come, was on. Really, you know, Come on. Come on. That was your best ins- end can segment. Can we insert like an like applaud? Like a, like a round of applause? Can we insert? I want this. <laughs> Just one lone person in the back laughing. That's the person that wrote the comment. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, for calling in. To find out the topic every week, just follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. I-, I love talking to you guys. Wow. We got some great calls this week. I will see you guys next. Oh, we have another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. 
and give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.